0: Daily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin.
1: All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you, thank you so much for hanging out. Sorry, I'm a little bit late as usual. I should probably push the show back, <laughs> maybe, because I'm I'm always about 15 minutes late. But I try, I try, and then things start happening, and and stories just keep coming in. I'm not really sure. You know, grab this video, grab that article, and stuff like that. That's how, that's what happens. And then, of course, we got the producer behind us. Let's hope, I think uh, (laughs) the theme music has brought him back from his slumber. And, uh, yeah, he seems to be waking up. Maybe he'll go back to sleep. (laughs) Oh, shit, here he comes. Oh, no, no, he's just changing position. Good, 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 good. All right, yes. Um. Yeah, okay, so we meet here every Friday evening. We have a regularly scheduled time at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time here at the RDT Daily. What am I saying? RDT Daily. At the Tarabuster Facebook and YouTube channels. And, um, yeah, I, I got to get that that uh opening redone because he says rdd daily it sticks in my head so um yeah we meet here every uh, f- every friday evening but we also have a when well i try to do it at least once a week we have a weekday show um hope that's usually on wednesdays but if you can become a patron at patreon.com slash tara devlin we might be able to have a daily show at a set time one of these mm-hmm. days wouldn't that be nice and I see the chat room filling up at youtube.com slash c for channel slash tarabuster Come on over, hang out with us, hang out in, in the greatest chat room in American history. I'm not just saying that. I wouldn't, I wouldn't just say that. The greatest people, the greatest conversations, the, and uh, yeah, we're all pretty damn woke in there and unapologetically so. <laughs> That's what we're going to talk about tonight. It's... I don't know. Oh, well, first, first, like I said, become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. But also, if you can give the show a good review on iTunes, that helps. And like and share all that other stuff. And also s- support Tarabuster sponsors like APS Radio News. And uh, that will keep... Yeah, we stick together, we win. And it will keep us going and growing. APS Radio News is an independent media outlet uh, run by an incredible person by the name of Charlie. So Charlie is great, and we stick together, we win. So thank you, Charlie, for hosting Tarabuster on your platform and for all the other support you give to this show to keep it going and growing. All right, the chat room i swear guys you're making me i love it i love it uh i didn't even i barely started the show and the chat room was filled we were in standing room only in the chat room already so thank you guys and thank you for the super chats coming in i see super chats but they're not appearing i know i see let me see jim thank you jim and thank you richard w another great show Tara thank you so much for your con- constant non-stop support Richard and Jim of course and Jim is also a moderator in the chat room so if you want to get away with some you know a little extra perks in the chat room you got to sidle up to Jim and thank you Elise for your super chat all right all right let's let's get to work Let's see. Um, I'm sure you saw the clip, or maybe you didn't, for those who are just waking up, (laughs) you know? Who the hell knows? Uh, I know that we have JD in the chat room. He's our English friend. God bless him, that lucky bastard. And in, in another life, if my grandmother never left Ireland, you know, I'd be looking at this mess from afar, And I would uh, be saying, God, thank God I'm not there. So, and I see Haiku in the chat. Haiku is also a moderator. Thank you, Haiku. Yes, Haiku says, woke doesn't sound subservient enough for Republicans. So, of course, they hate it. Whatever they need to hate, they have woke to thank. Exactly. And, you know, I looked up the word woke. Now, we talked about what woke is, right? It comes, it is a, it's, it's an old term but it, it comes from the African-american community it was generally traced back to the 1940s and um, as a, as a phrase uh, a statement regarding racism so according to I guess Wikipedia even though that's not the greatest of all of uh, you know resources um, but it is, I don't know. In this case, I would guess you know it's not you know the thing. The reason Wikipedia, I have to tell you, is uh, not a source that any legitimate anybody you know journalist, news pundit, whatever would refer to, is because Republicans, right wingers, have destroyed Wikipedia, and that and it is it's a it's a it's a great resource. But what as we know, right wingers destroy everything they touch. And they, because they have nothing in reality to boast about, one of the things they do is they go into Wikipedia and they consistently, uh, update it to the, to fit their, their, their effed up view of the world. And they lie, they put, you know, fake crap in there. They reframe things. They're just, they rewrite history. Because what do they got? What do they have to boast about? In reality, somebody tell me, really show me a conservative country that is successful for for the people, right? To show me a, I mean, yeah, sure, conservative countries are good if you are rich, if you're in that, if you're not in a targeted minority group. If you're... I mean, fascism, that's how it works, you know? If you're not in a targeted minority group, you might get through fascism, um, you know, pretty good, I suppose. But if you're... if you have any semblance of humanity, if you are a human being, then, you know, show me. Show me where a conservative country on that is run on conservative values show me where they are successful because I could show you conservative countries because they do exist all over the world. Pakistan comes to mind and in fact Pakistan, if you want to break it down by policy by policy, Pakistan is a is the conservative dreamland. No taxes on the rich, low to no taxes on the rich, no government schools. Women know their place. No gays. Gays in the closet, right? The military eats up all the budget and cannot be questioned. You know, all of that. Women know their place. No none of this no abortions, that's for sure. Church and state intertwined. That's Pakistan. And yeah, that's what Republicans wanna do here. So make no mistake, it's, uh, I hate being right. It sucks to be right. I, re- I wish I was wrong about them. I really do. Be- but the fact is, they hate democracy. They hate America. They hate freedom. They can't handle it. And they would much rather live in, in a, a, a conservative dreamland where everybody knows their place. And that's what it's about. Conservatism is about strict social hierarchies and and racial racial social you know white straight acting white men at the top and everyone else in their place whatever that may be and this is i mean show me i'm telling you if you're a conservative if you you know i had a conservative contact me once and he said because i said that in every republican chest beats the heart of fascism and i say that all the time And this conservative contacted me and was like, I am not a fascist in no, something like that. He was like, in no way, shape, or form am I a fascist. I have never had a single fascist thought or something like that. Like he was going on about how how not fascist he is. And I beg to differ, okay? If uh, maybe you're, if you're not a fascist, congratulations but why are you voting for fascists why do you vote for a a con man that comes down an escalator not that that's the problem but you know comes down an escalator proclaiming that a targeted minority group are a bunch of racists you know just targeting a minority group that in itself should have been the deal breaker if you're not a fascist right out of the bat right out of the gate when that con man, we should, the, the American people, every American patriot uh, and human being all over the globe recognize that for what it was, but Republicans keep falling for it because they, in, they, in every Republican chest beats the heart of fascism. They need a targeted minority group. They need somebody to kick down on. What else do they have? What are they going to do? What, I mean, what are they going to tell them? No taxes on the rich? This is what we want? What are they going to tell them? Right? Uh, more trickle down? They got to give them people to hate. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's all they got. That's all they have. Hold on. And it is true. That's all they are offering. Do you realize that? they? I mean, they, they offer magic beans and shit to these people. You know, they offer them, I suppose, you know, uh, what, I don't even know. What are they offering them? What are are they, uh, they're saying, um, I'm the, oh, suddenly, yes. Well, we know that the Republicans are all like, we're the party of the people now. They're the, they're the blue collar party. Now this is what they say, but they're, they're not the party of blue collar workers. They're the party of blue collar workers who happen to be racist. Seriously because if they were the party of blue collar workers then they would support family leave you know working conditions living wages retirement security sick leave i don't see any party of the people voting against sick leave right but that's the, that's the scam republicans have so they tell the i mean i i'm just this is what sucks about them i'm so sick of them do they ever get tired of being played? You know, it's the oldest tricks in the book. Read a book, damn it! Turn off Fox News, and read a book. Republicans start with the history of Western civilization. You love it so much, I know. They—that's the other thing about Republicans. They, you know, that's it. Really, is about racism, though. When it comes down to it, they—they they have that, that whole. Um, manifest destiny thing still they really do believe that that you know wow western west is best and um but they they are clueless about history and politics civics all all the things that you know make would make a functioning society but they they are especially clueless about what this is what the grand experiment in liberal democracy is so They, you know, they would much rather, as we saw on January 6th, they would rather tear it down than actually function in a free democratic society because they can't take it. They can't take the besides, you know, because the infantilism that they suffer from and they're easily played by the their masters in, uh, in government because they are, you know, they're manipulated. They, they know how to manipulate them. I mean, Fox News, case in point, the whole thing is a grift. It's all out in the open. What a scam the the entire Republican Fox News is. The entire thing is a scam. And they, guess what, though? Millions of people are tuning in to Tucker Carlson tonight. They, they want to be lied to. They do. They And that's what, you know, that, that filthy, uh, you know, whatever the hell he is, Rupert Murdoch, that's what, you know, the, that raisin, whatever he looks, you know, that, that old, he looks like the Crip Keeper. You know, he's already, uh, I feel like uh, he's, you know, whatever. I'm not that I'm like uh a, a runway model or anything, but you know, uh, the point is, wh- what What do you, wh- how much more money do you need? How much more money do you need? How much do you hate humanity to, to lie that, you know what I mean? I, this is why I hate these people legally and peacefully. I hate them because you th- think about it. You have this one life to live let's say you're Rupert Murdoch what kind of a sick twisted soul must you be to you know he's he's pushing 80 right how much more money do you need to destroy america you couldn't let some of the dumbasses who can't take who can't take the truth right they just couldn't take the fact that their that the con man, their fascist dictator and and con man with the fake university and the vitamin scam that they they couldn't take it that he lost the election, you know, and rather than getting them themselves you know getting their shit together and having a discussion with their fellow fascists, okay, well, we lost the election. Why what do we do now? Let's regroup this is what Democrats do knock on doors you know, much to my chagrin what democrats do when they lose elections is they take it as a as a sign to go even further to the right but that's another that's a conversation for another time but what do republicans do they what, what he's 91 elise on the chat rupert murdoch is 91 wait what is he ed is saying he's 92 he's 91 he's oh, he's what so it's even worse he's pushing night i thought he was oh my god see you're not he's 92 he's in his 90s let's say and he's he needs more money more money how much more money but you, you think about it right I, I, it it goes to the person's soul and their heart there are very sick people in the world and um you know you met uh mother nature created us as interdependent beings and that's why we have empathy and we feel each other's pain if you're if you're a normal person right but there are some among us who are just like, you know, uh, people, you know, are born all different ways. He is some of them, I suppose, were born without the empathy gene or the empathy part of their brain. I or I, I'm pretty sure it's uh, something they're born with. Uh, but with as far as Trump is concerned, of course, that's that's him. He's a narcissist. He's a sociopath. He's a, an emotionally stunted schoolyard bully. So. Okay. Um th- oh, I, I, and it doesn't matter. Like they don't have any consideration for anybody else because they are the center of the universe and Republican the entire Republican party is f- is stocked to the brim with with sociopaths and people who think they're the center of the universe. You know? So this and they can't put themselves into anybody else's shoes. And there's something wrong with that. You see, that's another thing we're going to talk about tonight because I want to talk about woke and I want to talk about compassionate conservatism. We got some more examples of this so-called compassionate conservatism in action. And, uh, and, uh, of course, it's complete bullshit. There is no such thing as compassionate conservatism. And uh, because, I mean... I remember. Don't you remember when that was that was coin? That was George W. Bush bush jr coined that can he believed in compassionate conservatism i mean it's all just words coming out of their their lie holes what do they believe in they believe in money for the top and the less people get to vote the better see that was the way it used to be in the republican party they they understood the fact that they don't want people to vote and in fact there's that famous clip of um what's his name it's his name is escaping me now uh he found it he was the fa- founding member of the heritage foundation uh we not and tom hartman plays the clip all the time heritage foundation we don't want everybody to vote i know i have this clip here elections are not won by voting something like that Every, what? how many of you have what's called the goo goo syndrome Good government. I can recite it off the top of my head. Goo goo syndrome. Who is it? Somebody on the um on the chat. Oh, yeah. Paul wyrick Exactly. Thank you. Paul wyrick How many of you let's see. He was he's known as the father of the right-wing movement or i guess some say and the co-founder of the heritage foundation another another sociopath another sick-ass sociopath that the world unfortunately you know that's the way it is there are some people who i mean i guess that maybe their mothers love them but the world would not have uh you know would wouldn't have it would, it would be a better place, okay? I'm not saying nothing, you know, whatever. I'm not saying hurt these people or anything. I'm just saying that some people like Trump, for example, or Ted Bundy, for example, would, you know, should never have been born and the world would be a better place, right? What do you think? Legally and peacefully. I'm not saying uh, do anything bad or wishing harm on people, but you know, I'm stating it's just a fact. Some people. I mean, what? What if? What did? What did Trump ever bring to the table? What has he ever done for humanity? I mean, in all of his filthy years on the planet what uh, and, and the opportunities he's had and this is the thing with the right wingers and their, you know uh, rupert murdoch 92 years old what has he done for the world he's a scumbag he is a pimple on the cancer on the pus on the infected body politic that's what he is well, maybe that, actually. He he licks the pus on the infected body politics and then spews it back out to, for the scummy viewers slash victims to lap up. So, yeah, I guess that's probably a more apt metaphor. <laughs> Look at the producer, though. Look at him. He's so good. Could you go? Here's Paul Rick.
0: Now, many of our Christians have what I call the goo-goo syndrome. Good government. They want everybody to vote.
1: Oh, good government. Heaven forbid. Pishah, Pishah. Please, please perish the thought.
0: I don't want everybody to vote. We know. Elections are not won by a majority of people. They never have been from the beginning of our country, and they are not now. As a matter of fact, our leverage in the elections quite candidly goes up as the voting populace goes down. Well,
1: they knew, see? Uh, The election, our leverage in the election goes up as the voting populace goes down. Why? Why? Why don't you promote policies that people want to vote for? You know, that's how you win. That's how... That's what's supposed to happen here. You know, that's why uh, so many fought, bled, and died for this country. They didn't fight, bleed, and die so, you know, Rupert Murdoch could take a shit on their graves and their sacrifice by making a mockery of the government that the founders fought a revolution to create and entrust to us and that these... So many... You know, countless millions, I think about the young people all the time we talk about it all the time in their cold, early graves, who gave their last measure of devotion for this thing. What were they doing? what What did they give it for? for Trump and their and the Marjorie traitor green, perjury traitor green, and uh, you know, for them to overthrow the government? No they gave it for this grand experiment there were i mean, this is why i suggest the right wingers read a book read the history of western civilization read, go take a history class what was what was the uh the system in place for thousands of years, that the founders overthrew. It's the same damn system they're trying to recreate. Except, I mean, we want maybe not in such overt intergenerational aristocracy and monarchy at this point. But that's what happened to the Roman Republic. The Roman Republic, you know, it wasn't initially a uh, an intergenerational transfer of uh, title let's say it was the emperor which would, would they would end up adopting somebody that they thought was fit fit for to to be the emperor you know it was only later on down the line that it be began to be sort of like yes it was uh, bloodline succession and then you get of course, the likes of uh, Nero and Caligula. It didn't take too long for everything to go to shit for the people, you know, I mean, but that's what they want to do here. So it may not be overtly overnight, you know, an intergenerational monarchy, but that's what republicans want you don't you realize too we've seen videos and and trump himself the con man himself tweeted a video of uh some some you know lick spittle put together some america hating lick spittle let's uh qualify it they of um it's it had all kinds of um It was dates, you know, in the future. It was like 2020, 2024, 2028, uh, 2032, whatever. And it was, first it had Trump, Donald Trump Jr., Eric Trump, Ivanka Trump, Barron Trump. But it was like the whole fucking lineage. That's what they were dreaming of. Dreaming of a monarchy again with the Trumps? These horrible... Trump's this ain't the Julio Claudian line either you know what I mean there's no uh, Augustus in this Klein uh, in this whatever decline I should say in this clan there's no uh, there's no redeeming quality here you see and then they and I remember when Trump tweeted that they were like oh this is this will drive liberals crazy. Yes, because that's all that matters. Yeah, it does drive liberals crazy when a wannabe dictator who received fewer votes twice wants to overthrow the grand experiment in liberal democracy that the founders fought a revolution to create and entrust to us. You know, it does drive us a little crazy, doesn't it? You know, you, it, that's how they they want to own the libs, though. Own us by by destroying democracy itself. Oh, you'll show us, I'm sure, right, Republicans? But it's true. And every Republican chest beats the heart of fascism. And Errol Thomas says on the chat, Reagan should have never made Rupert Murdoch a U- U.S. citizen in the first place. Exactly. 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 And I, I wonder, really, um, will they will Fox lose its license. Why not? Will they get kicked out of the white house press corps? I mean, the, even the fact that we have a white house press corps, it's such, it's so feckless, you know, that's whatever we shouldn't even have it. So you let the, let the white house put out a press release if that's what, cause that's all that's about. So you get to pepper them with questions then that's not a job, you know. Just repeating what the White House tells you. White House spokespeople, go do some journalism. But yeah, we know how journalism is uh, struggling, like anything else that is needed in this country. And all the good, th- all the things that actually need funding are are the things that suffer and struggle. And the people and the entities that don't need funding are dancing uh, really basically on, uh, all of our graves, you know, like the banking industry, for example, uh, the easy money, you know, they, they, they want, you know, it's, this is why we have money in politics. It's the, it's the circle jerk of corruption that never ends thanks to republicans and so-called conservatives relaxing campaign finance laws so that the rich can buy politicians and corrupt government so uh, you know the rich pay fewer and fewer taxes and then they can use they have more mad money to buy the likes of kevin mccarthy perjury trader green george santos you know the entire grift and then they they in turn can write laws against trans people, you know, throw out the red meat to the dumbasses, and all the while do their dirty tricks: deregulation, uh, voter suppression, deregulating the banking industry. And then that's what we'll talk about. Which we'll let's just start start with the with their dumbasses. I'm sure you saw. Or if you haven't, um, I'm glad to be introducing you to um, everything that we've been talking about, how Republicans, they don't even, even—they—they they, everything is woke now. They're so tedious. The And um, according to Wikipedia, here's the definition of woke. Okay. See how far we go all over the world to get to the point? That's why it's a terror buster, I guess. So let's see. Woke is an adjective derived from African-American vernacular English, meaning alert to racial prejudice and discrimination. (gasps) Oh my God. Oh my effing God. That's terrible. That is terrible. But according to Republicans, so this bank, the, is, um, the, this, Let's see, SVB bank collapse. As we know, see, this is the thing about Republican policies, and we talk about it all the time. The fact is, they, they, the result of Republican policies, the they always come home to roost in failure. So it doesn't happen overnight, though. It's, you don't start seeing the consequences of their. Policies, you know, because there are other policies in place until eventually it these uh, you know it, it all comes to fruition. So, according to well, all we got to do look the past hundred years, more, a little bit more than a hundred years now. The Republican policies crashed the economy twice in a hundred years. Um, the deregulation the uh, kiss up kick down policies that republicans the trickle down tax cuts for the rich and everybody else can eat cake that's the republican way but um they this is what happens you know Um, Sorry, I'm a little uh, distracted, but just by my own thoughts, really, because I'm thinking about uh, the train derailment. That was another thing that just happened that is directly connected to Republican Republican deregulation. And this is what they do when they get in office and they start rolling back progress. I don't know anybody who votes for these people. You should all be ashamed if you vote for them. Shame on you. Shame on you. Okay. That's where we're, that's where we're at. And I was listening to Tom Hartman um, one of these days when, during the discussion of this, of the train derailment, which is still an ongoing thing that people are living with and having and dealing with in Ohio. And, um, and he had this... He always has this libertarian guy on. I'm trying... I think his name is Julio Rivera. If his name... I think it's... Yes. Julio Rivera. Julio Rivera. Anyway, he's from a right-wing think tank, and he always has them. He's He proclaims himself to be a libertarian, which is another word to say uh, infantile, in my opinion. And because libertarians are all like, "I do it, yeah, i don 't need nobody you know they 're the Goldilocks of uh, of uh, political philosophies Liber- there's no there 's never been a libertarian society in all of the thousands of years of recorded human history, so that 's all we can go on." The ten thousand years of recorded history, but we, you know, we, uh, what I, I, don't know. Nobody's ever made a libertarian dis- society because it doesn't work. And when they have tried, it's always been a shit show. Like when the the company Sears, Sears Roebuck well Sears is now defunct, right? Was taken over by some fa- some fanatic who believed in libertarianism. And of course, it failed because they have all these. It's like you know, Anne Rand. She's all she's all like everybody's a parasite, right? You're on Medicaid. You're a parasite until she gets old and realizes that cancer here in the united states of serfs and lords because we don't have universal health care that her filthy three-pack-a-day smoking habit finally caught up to her she, she must have really smelled right she's filthy could you imagine her teeth her breath her fingers stinky she's not only did her ideas stink she, she probably stunk up the whole damn room, whatever she was. She was like pig pen or something. But she, and could you imagine her lungs? So she had, um, she got cancer from her filthy three-pack-a-day habit and realized that cancer costs more than books earn, something like that. She, she put it like that. So she fell back on the social safety net that liberals fought bled and died to to give her to allow her so she could live her final years in dignity and uh well after spending an entire lifetime of calling people who who uh were on socialist security and medicare parasites so you know none no mea culpa from her no party of personal responsibility say oopsie doopsie i made a mistake i see the light now no, none of that, because, yeah, usually usually we know that's another part of their pathology that Republicans, they only see the light when something affects them directly. And if that, right, I mean, that's, it's very rare that they will atone for their mistakes, right? F- f- the only one that comes to mind, maybe there's others, if you guys know about it, let me know, uh, of uh, Lee Atwater. He was the only one who was facing his mortality from a brain tumor when he was in his early 40s and realized how much harm he he had done to the country. He took a good, hard look at himself. He took that searching and fearless moral inventory of himself, and then he spent the remaining months of his life calling former political adversaries and apologizing to them for all the harm he did, yet you would think his his acolyte Carl Rove, right? That was he. Carl Lee Atwater was Carl Rove's mentor. You would think that Carl Rove may have learned something from his mentor's last years or last months, I should say. But he never learned shit. He learned the opposite. Because you know that's who Carl Rove—he's the dirty. He was George Bush's dirty trickster. One of the first things he did, um, Carl Rove—he—he, I remember he called a press conference. They're so full of shit. This—I mean, this is what I mean. It goes back to forever. It's—it's a—it's something wrong with them, uh, morally, mentally, spiritually. But they, he called a press conference and um, said that Democrats had bugged his office, but he bugged his own office, you see? And then he called a press conference and said, "My opponent, you know, the Democrats are doing it. Psychological projection. This is what they are. They, they need to get help. Freud would have a field day with the. Actually, Freud would probably hang up his shingle because he'd be like, "I can't. This is too much." Too many coming a mile a minute at me. All these manias. I can't handle it. You're on your own, (laughs) bubby. Pull yourself up by your bootstraps. But this is who they are. Anyway, so as far as woke, what was I saying? Yes, so that's what woke means. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, Nothing wrong. Seems pretty normal to me. But you see, the party of personal responsibility can't can't take any responsibility they can't look at themselves and say oh shit our penchant for deregulation our, our our pathology our addiction to deregulation caused another banking collapse how many times do they have to get their filthy bony, greed-centered fingers around the neck of power and squeeze the life out of us until we, you know, not just, I mean, I'm not talking we, because we know, but, I mean, we uh, collectively, the Republicans, how many times do they have to do it until these people wake up? But they have to have a scapegoat you say because that's your party of personal responsibility. They never look at themselves in the mirror and say, oh shit, we fucked up again. Because the whole point of them deregulating and funneling more money to the top is so they destroy pesky democracy once and for all. That's the bottom line. So this is coming along as planned and they're not going to say oopsie doopsie because they... This is, you know, a feature, not a bug, and it's an opportunity for them to come on out with their bullshit scapegoats. I'm surprised they don't say that it was it was uh, trans people who caused the SVB uh, collapse, but they've come quite close to it. Well, here's um, here's Trump rolling back regulations
2: why in the first 100 days i have taken action to roll back burdensome regulations that undermine community banks
1: undermine community banks. you're going
2: to be very disappointed with this dot frank
1: oh yeah sure the uh, the one thing no, con- the one f- paltry bit of regulation that pr- put in place after the Republicans nearly brought us to another Republican Great Depression for the second time in a hundred years, Dodd Frank, right? The and they that was and when they undid that, we knew it's only a matter of time until it, the, the results of these policies come home to roost.
2: And by the and way, the, not only community that. banks, for banks, period. Yeah, yeah. Community oh. out of that one, right? Now, Dodd-Frank, we're uh, working on that right now. Unreal. And, uh, a very big difference. If you want to get out and make our country work.
1: Right, sure, Booby. Sure, Booby. And <clears throat> make it work, meaning destroy it. Well, here's um, the Republican response to the SVB collapse.
0: So this is the really the first bank failure that was caused by adherence
1: I mean, to
3: woke
2: yeah. beliefs and policies. The Obama Unreal. administration, Eric Holder, swooped in and imposed
3: DEI, diversity, equity, and inclusion. Oh, that's it on the entire Incredible. financial sector. Incredible. And that's one of the main reasons our big Incredible. banks are now incompetent. This bank, they're so concerned with DEI
1: and oh my god, open your fucking eyes, squinty. These squinting fascists really get to me.
3: Politics and all kinds of stuff. Uh, I think that really Sick. diverted from them. Really? Focusing on their core
2: mission. Silicon Valley Bank is a woke Biden bank. They were holding Unre- seminars unreal. on Lesbian visibility Day.
1: Unreal. In
2: Pride month. They were one of the most woke banks. They made loans to very risky ventures based more on their liberal wokeness than on the the it's actual uh, ability for that uh, borrower to pay the loans back bullshit who knows what other left-wing romping was going on in these woke banks and by the way san francisco fed head mary daly is considered herself to be quite a wokester
1: <laughs> quite a wokester unbelievable never learn that's the republican way and for humans you see if you want to be a functioning adult you you learn you learn from your mistakes and you grow that's what means to be alive right you make yourself better that way why these people never learn in fact they're so disgusting from here's from the wall street journal andy kessler writes who killed silicon valley bank the giant slurping around, I mean, the slurping sound on Friday was Silicon Valley Bank imploding. America's 16th largest bank had some $175 billion in deposits and disappeared by breakfast. It wouldn't have happened if not for man- management mistakes. This was a 21st century bank run customers tried to withdraw about 42 billion a quarter of all deposits but what triggered the collapse wait hold on okay i don't want the whole thing is quite long but here let's get to the meat of the matter what he says this is from wall street journal Here's an important lesson for companies in trouble. On Thursday, Mr. Banker told everyone to stay calm. That never works. And then he told everyone, oh, well, it reminds me of Animal House. Everyone remained calm and chaos ensued. Was there regulatory failure? Perhaps. This is from the Wall Street Journal. Okay. SVB was regulated like a bank, but looked more like a money market fund. Then there's this. In its proxy statement, SVB notes that besides 91% of their board being independent and 45% women, they also have one black, one LGBTQ+, and two veterans. I'm not saying that 12 white men would have avoided this mess, but the company... May have been distracted by diversity demand, demands. Can you believe the 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 filth that comes out of these people's mouths? Well, why don't he just blame it on the eternal Jew? That's what it sounds like. They had one black. It was, it was, it wasn't the the fact. It wasn't greed, right? Now remember, how many how many blacks, LGBTQ people were uh, in the banking industry in the first Republican Great Depression? Who crashed that economy, the worldwide economy? Bunch of white dudes. How about the second near Republican Great Depression? You know, I mean, were, were did they was it because of one black? Are you can I can't even believe I'm reading this. Was there regulatory failure? Perhaps SVB was regulated like a bank, but looked more like a money market fund. That's because you fucking deregulated it, Republicans. Trump, you filthy disgusting. Children who greed-centered ghosts of the gilded age. You know, banks are not supposed to be, um, you know, a fun, exciting place. They're supposed to be boring. You know, the green eyes shades and the and the little adding machines. But every other year, we're dealing with these greedy scumbags coming up with new ways to fleece the American people and suck. Money, just more money, 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 into the hands of a few. While the rest of us have to get, get screwed, and now we got to hear this shit. This, this, there is no difference. Well, there is. The difference is it's the same, though. The, what am I trying to say? For example, Republicans—they don't really want to solve anything. They're not trying to solve a problem because this is the, uh, something that they they knew. They like shit like this. They want banks to run free and and not have to answer to anybody but their own greed. And so they can suck up some more, you know, of that mad money. When they when these banksters buy them in the halls of power. It's like the same it's the same situation when we deal with the NRA and the the gun lobby when uh, when the next school massacre happens we're going to put up with the same bullshit with the same republicans like ted cruz telling us that we need more guns in school that's the answer this is the same thing because they're not actually trying to solve the problem you see if they were they would say they wouldn't first of all we wouldn't have to we wouldn't have deregulated them in the first place. And yes, I know that some Democrats signed on to this deregulation. And shame on them. Like Tim Kaine, for example. Claire McCaskill. People like that. They signed on to this deregulation bullshit. But it was all Republicans. Republicans. that's the problem but to say that this he was there regulatory fail i just have to read it again because it's uh, it's almost beyond belief to me to when i read this statement i was like what year is this where the fuck do i live well i know i live in america right svb was regulated by by like a bank but look more like a money market fund then there's this in a proxy statement svb notes that besides 91 percent of their board being independent and 45 percent women well those motherfucking women don't know what they're doing of course uh they also have one black one black they have one it was the black guy's fault no doubt one black one lgbtq and two veterans that's fucked up so if only yeah, 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 there are so many things wrong with this sentence that it's all it's beyond belief almost I'm not saying that 12 white men would have avoided this mess, but the company may have been distracted by diversity demands. How dare you? Uh, you're not saying it, though. That's how Republicans always frame their bigotries and their, their, their sickness. I'm not saying. You know, I'm not racist, I'm just saying, I'm just saying something racist. I'm not racist though, but I'm just saying it. I'm just saying this one black distracted by diversity domains. What, what the fuck is wrong with these people? You know, the world, the, the country, let's stick to the country is a nation of immigrants. 320 million diverse people. Um, if you're on the board of a bank, I would say that you probably have some experience In, in what world you know do we live in? Do you blame der the failure of another deregulatory frenzy on one black and one LGBTQ plus and one and, and two veterans? distracted by diversity demands like you can't walk and chew gum at the same time or that these people are diversity hires you know or that they don't belong there you know that they don't that there's something uh amiss that they don't actually belong on the board because what what's normal, what what is real and true, what would have, what's uh, efficient, is all white guys on the board. You see, if you only had white guys, then this would never have happened. Except w- the history of Western civilization tells us otherwise. Incredible, incredible that somebody an adult, a grown-ass man, Andy Kessler, feels comfortable enough to put that in a, in an article as if it's, I mean, re- replace it with any other, anything. They also have, let's say, uh, besides 91% of their board being independent and 45% women, they also have one Jew One, uh, you know, Juden on there. It doesn't sound as innocuous, does it? It sounds disgusting. It's, I mean, hello. Management screwed up interest rates, underestimated customer withdrawals, hired the wrong people because they're black? they're, they're uh, lgbtq plus you fucking unbelievable how many times do white men crash the economy how many times how many times did you know a white grifter crash uh, uh, bring a bank to its knees for god's sakes it's all white people it's all white dudes Incredible. Hired the wrong people. How do you, how dare you? Not a word about this deregulation. You know, they hired, the problem is they, they have, there's no restraints on these people. They are greed centered ghouls. And it's the only thing that matters. Was management, he writes, was management you, who, who I can't pronounce that word, Eubristic delusional or incompetent sometimes there's no difference so it's all the people you see it's not the fact that the republicans smash and grab whenever they get into power oh and the the and i and i got distracted i didn't finish my point i was saying that john i mean uh tom hartman had um julio rivera on his show um when the ohio train derailment what had just happened and they were discussing it and julio he, and uh tom hartman brought up that uh, trump deregulated the rail industry and made this um basically made the crash possible by not not making it mandatory that they have uh effective brakes especially on um on loads that are uh toxic and um julio rivera said that well why didn't biden reinstate the regulation so it's biden's fault again you see so trump so republicans will deregulate their asses off and basically hold a it's like you're spinning a roulette roulette wheel of Uh, fuck-ups that could happen it might happen in your neighborhood or or somehow maybe you'll you'll get by or if you're lucky but something someone's gonna get hurt because this is the republican way something will come home to roost and failure so and that's but that's the democrats fault again you see, the party of personal responsibility what but hey yeah biden i guess what biden should have done is first day in office sweeping uh everything that trump did uh put a pin in it you know until we see but we're but this is what republicans do everything it's like they start the fire it's like when obama was elected uh, on the, after the first, well the second near Republican Great Depression in a hundred years and of course the Republicans were all like you know you're not doing it fast enough, you're not doing it good enough, or whatever it was, you know, because they they're not actual partners in fixing things. They just break things. And then they stand on the sidelines and say, you're not fixing it fast enough, or you're doing it wrong, or, you know, until they convince enough dumbasses and, and gerrymander themselves into more positions of power. So, uh, you know, they they're not in there to make anything function uh, but i i just couldn't believe the guy's balls basically saying that it was actually biden's fault because he didn't undo trump's regu- deregulation and hey maybe but how many how many things do you got it's like you have your fingers in how many dykes right i mean all right i am a lesbian but you know what i mean so um how the only, uh, You can only go do so much in a day. So maybe Trump shouldn't have deregulated the banking industry yet again, right? But that's okay. Uh, how about funneling more money to the top? That's the only thing he did when he was uh, squatting in the White House despite receiving fewer votes. Roll back regulations, kiss Putin's ass, and uh, set us up for failure in every in everything that he touched and republican I mean really it's it, to be a republican in today's America is uh I mean don't they get sick of themselves I wonder they're so they're so disgusting hold on <clears throat> they have no shame and uh yeah how much longer are we gonna take it? That's what I got to know. How much longer, how much longer are we going to take the, uh, the, the right wingers making a mockery of the, the, the government that the founders fought a revolution to create and entrust to us. And that's what they're doing. So here, I want to, here's an, I'm sure you saw this. Let me see. Oh my god, I hate this. Look, here's from the Daily Mail, too. Another, isn't that Rupert Murdoch? Wait, Daily. Let me see. Is that, yeah, he owns the Daily Mail. Am I right? Wait, hold on a second. Daily Mail. Oh was he forced to give it up? Am I getting this confused? Let me see, yes. David in nineteen eighty after Rupert Murdoch attempted blah blah blah. Well, I don't know. I'm reading this is a whole big long um, you know, Wikipedia page about it. But anyway, it's a right winger rag. The Daily Mail, the headline says go woke go broke SVB hired board obsessed with diversity invested 5 billion for a healthier planet and held a month long pride celebration but had no risk officer for 8 months last year and that's it it's diversity That's the problem. We need more white dudes fucking shit up. Incredible. But nobody knows. Um, You know, this is the thing with Republicans. They are, they're so tedious. So, And then now we know their whole, um, their whole bullshit is, uh, everything is woke. And the, and the, the bullshit is that, uh, well, what we say all the time, define woke. What is woke? What are you talking about? To me, it seems like uh it's like critical race theory, right? they they anything having to do with race, they put under this umbrella, although the Republicans, the dumbasses themselves, the average Joe dupes, don't know what it means. they they don't know what critical race theory is, and they don't know what woke is. It's just something. That told that that, te- that that they don't like. You know, and that, so anyway, and it's getting to be it's a farce now. They have, we know this, and I often say that. I wonder uh, when when will one of these Republicans just pull off their mask and say, "Surprise! This is an the entire Republican Party is a uh, Andy Kaufman esque type." Performance art, it would be brilliant if that were the case, but um, but Republicans don't even know what woke is, and we've seen other, like for example, um, the good liars for they go into Trump rallies and they interview these trumpazies, and they have asked these trumpazies at CPAC what is woke then none of them know what the fuck they're talking about they've asked them what is crt they don't know so um and they but they know the one thing they know is that they know they don't like it so this um clip went viral of this woman where is she? her name is bethany mandel and she wrote a she wrote a book she wrote an entire book on being woke on how woke is a horror show and it's destroying every it's destroying the world the world it's going to blow up like the death star at the end of star wars because of woke and how how is that right well think about it how is if we really want to get what what's the definition of woke um how is so oh diversity inclusion will destroy america because black people and lgbtq people shouldn't be in the halls of power that's the problem you see what it is you see what i'm saying this is why in every republican chest beats the heart of fascism they're nazis not all republicans are nazis but all nazis are republican right there you go. So anyway, Bethany Mandel wrote a book and this clip went viral. Here's um I I'm sure you saw the clip but here's the we'll watch the whole um interview because it's worth, it's worth to see it in context.
3: In their new book, Stolen Youth, How Radicals Are Erasing Innocence and Indoctrinating a Generation, authors Bethany Mandel and Carol Markowitz make the argument that progressives are waging a battle on the American family and indoctrinating youth in yeah. politics, education, medicine, sure. mental health, and even entertainment. Sure.
4: The authors say that this is no longer a healthy or happy environment for these children. Co-author of Stolen Youth, Bethany Incredible. Mandel, Joins us now to discuss, welcome Bethany.
1: Stolen youth. I thank you for having me. Yeah, stolen youth isn't, you know, uh, Lauren banned from the bowling alley, Bobert making her brats pose with AR-15s for their Christmas card. That's not stolen youth. But um, asking or, or teaching kids that there's a world of diversity and, you know, we're all in
4: this together.
1: That is a horror show.
4: So uh, help us understand, what do you see as uh, the what's going on with the left or progressives? Um...
1: I just have to say that she, this woman, uh, Brianna Joy Gray, she's nails. She's great. She's great. I love her. I, I wish I was like her, but, you know, we all have to be ourselves <laughs> because she's so calm.
5: Uh, attack on youth today yeah absolutely so the crux of the argument of the book is that there is sort of a woke reimagining of our society oh God, and it's happening in a lot of different ways in a lot of different woke. areas of our of our lives and there's been a lot of attention justifiably on corporations um in, terrible, uh, terrible. in media but there hasn't been a lot of focus if any on sort of the the youngest generation and so Carol oh, and I yeah, that's to talk it. a lot no, about um you know how
1: no focus on the youngest generation they're only turning you know, up at every drag queen story hour and trying to well, they're, they're 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 committing domestic terrorist acts and uh shooting at electric power plants so there won't be any drag queens or
5: something so but no no so, this sort of interferes with childhood as as Ugh. it's happening in America right now. You know what interferes with childhood?
1: Fascism. Republicanism. Trump. Taking your kid to a Trump
5: rally? That interferes with childhood. Now, uh, there there's a lot of chatter about what's happening on college campuses, but not enough about children. So... A lot of people right now are paying special attention to
3: this supposed uh, mental health crisis among young people, especially teenage girls, self-reports, a lot of misery, frankly. I'm seeing people blame various things they a lot a lot of people say it's social like you. media or their cell phones um yeah I, mean, I think obviously the mental health uh was going to be impacted by covid and everything being shut down and kids having their social lives and their school lives so disrupted for so long Jesus uh does Christ. your book uh, talk about the sadness that young people are feeling and identify
1: uh, yes we can't have any sadness ever well um this is republicans you know the thing that it's um It gets on my nerves whenever they talk about how everything was shut down, schools were shut down. And yeah, well, we were dealing with a worldwide pandemic. We were all in this together, at least that's what I thought and hoped for. And if schools were shut down, with good reason. So people didn't die. Kids didn't die and they didn't bring it home to their families. You know, we have many orphans. We have over a million dead in this country because of the Republicans. And now in retrospect, they look back and say, oh, well, you know, we shouldn't have shut down the schools. Well, imagine a world where we actually address our problems together, you know, but Republicans just would rather sit on the sidelines and say, oh, everybody was wrong Remember, it was during the Trump administration when the schools were shut down, but okay. And it was during the, Ob- I mean, uh, Biden administration when the schools were reopened, but okay. Um, I'm sorry. Let's get back to the clip. Uh, culprit and hopefully a
3: solution.
5: It does. So, I mean, I, I, there isn't an easy answer. And I think that the, the reason why especially young girls are feeling As distraught as they are, is multifaceted, and a lot of what you hit is behind their sort of ever-growing misery. But (laughs) there's another sort of aspect that I think hasn't been talked about enough, and and something that we hit on a lot in our book, and it's sort of this uh, this martyrdom complex that a lot of young people are, are encouraged to adopt. And so, you know, you are you kind of gain points among your peers when you talk about your mental illness about your your victimhood and so one of the examples that i heard from from a very wealthy mother in silicon valley of you know very very upper class child definitely in the the top five percent of children in the world honestly as far as luck goes and she said that she felt like she had to be a victim in some way in order to gain credibility among her peers and so, so that's the girl's problem right I mean, young girls have had issues
1: for time immemorial, right? uh, Even when I was young, we didn't have social media back then, back in the old days. But there were girls suffering with anorexia because of looking at magazines, thinking they were too fat and all this other crap. I mean, it's been going on forever and ever. Anyway, so they, you, and of course we know that arguing uh, argument by anecdote is the weakest form of argument. And that's what Republicans, they constantly fall back on. So one girl she's saying was saying that she, who lives in a rich household, the top 5%, her, this uh, Mandel person estimates Said that she did. She was getting some kind of attention by um, saying that she had a mental illness, and so uh, does that mean that? I mean, that's one girl. It doesn't make one
5: girl. Uh, does not an epidemic make right? So she sort of adopted mental health condition that she she didn't necessarily have, and a lot of that was done by TikTok. <laughs> Uh, there's been a lot of these kinds of things oh, that have been God. written about as far as Tourette's syndrome goes, but it, she sort of just adopted this victimhood and then sort of it spiraled. And when when you tell oh. yourself something enough times, oh, this is sort of cognitive behavioral therapy, well, when you tell yourself something enough times, it manifests in some truth. And Well, how about you talk to that girl
1: about it? She needs help, you know?
5: Let's make a law, or let's do something because one girl feels bad. So uh, we talk about that. We talk about the loss of resiliency for Re- this generation. Oh, but yes, it's I, always something. The impression that a lot of young people—it are- was
1: always so much better in the past, right? That is another hallmark of fascism: the loss of resiliency. Yeah, it was so much better when, I guess. Uh, teachers could beat the shit out of you in school or nobody cared about your feelings or gays were in the closet and you know, it was so much better then. when everyone knew their place, you get it in, in the mythical past where we want to make America great, where everything was great in the mythical past. But that is another, that's a hallmark of fascism. They're constantly hearkening to this mythical past that they want to get back to,
5: facing, again, it's mostly young girls, uh, has a a lot of culprits.
4: How do you negotiate this idea of an outsized victim culture um, and people claiming mental health issues that don't really exist with a book and a discourse that's talking about the mental health issues that people do suffer? And kind of framing kids as in a crisis. I mean, there's a kid on a milk right. carton. You go, um, girl. On your book, in a way that obviously points to the fact that there's being there's something real there in your view. How do you disaggregate Boom. what might be characterized as a mental health crisis caused by a focus on mental health crises and the idea that we should be perhaps less attentive to the idea that people who say they have mental health crises <laughs> are in fact experiencing mental health crises? So it's hard to
5: disentangle the there two you and go. H- how do you know when a child is experiencing a genuine mental health crisis versus, versus that of a child who is sort of perpetuating their own misery in order to gain credibility among their peers and it's hard to oh know where one God. starts and one well, stops. Well leave but it to
1: the How about you leave it to the parents and shut your mouth, okay? You know, it's a
5: kid, the kid is having a problem, it's not it doesn't make it an epidemic, lady. Is a line between having an honest and frank conversation about the mental health crisis that children are facing in large part because of what we did to them over COVID uh, and sort of the perpetuation of victimhood. And so that's sort of the the line that we try to address in Stolen Youth of where does one start and one stop? But the answer isn't necessarily clear, but what we address is sort of the the way forward is to not idolize and to not sort of amplify mental health crises as um, as something that gains you credibility points. It's something that is not good, that requires sort of treatment and conversation instead of instead of sort of
4: social cred. Incredible. Yeah, it's that, definitely true and it's it's a phenomenon that I have observed that I've discussed with people in my life who are educators and mental health professionals. I, I definitely never deny the reality that there's a certain kind of cultural cachet that's emerged of kind of um, hierarchies of oppression, let's say. Yeah. But I've also seen a lot of people across the political spectrum express frustration with that. So I wonder if you could get into how you see this as a, a war uh, of the left against the right, because framing it that way, when I think this is a broad concern that a lot of folks are have a problem with, does kind of also recreate this kind of victim paradigm, where you have people saying we're being under attack by the left, instead of kind of coming together and trying to resolve what I think is a, a broadly understood phenomenon. <laughs> and
5: so, uh,
1: the I have to tell you guys the the because uh, Winston on the chat said something shorted out there that was on there on the hill, um, on the. The video itself, so they had some kind of buffering issue on it, on the, you know, on their interview. Just
5: letting you know. In this circumstance, there's a lot of things that are sort of a right-left, right versus left conversation, but this is not one of them. And I agree with you. I think that there are a lot of people for whom this argument resonates, oh my and God. it's not just right-left issue. We hope that you know parents of all political stripes will pick up the book. This is. Sort of a woke reimagining that is oh very, 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 very far. Up. Only seven percent of Americans consider themselves very liberal, and probably fewer of them consider themselves to be woke. And so, you know, when <laughs> well, when we talk about traditional, what does that mean to you? Right,
4: could, could, would you mind defining woke? Because it's come up a couple times, and I just want to make sure we're on the same page.
5: So, I mean, woke is sort of the idea that um, this is great. So I. <laughs> this is going to be one of those moments that goes yes, viral. I mean, bitch. woke is something that's very hard to define, and we've spent an entire chapter defining it. You it did sort of the understanding that we need to, re- to- totally reimagine and re- re- redo society in order to create hierarchies of oppression. Um,
1: hierarchies of oppression.
5: Sorry, I, sorry. It's, it's hard to explain in a fifteen-second soundbite. Well, yeah, take look, your it, time. It, it, I mean, it's one. You of the- hear that? So she,
1: Brianna Joy Gray, says, "Take your time." And then you have the the other dude, and he's the right winger because this is uh, fair and balanced or whatever. His name is what's his name? Robbie Suave S O A V E has to jump in and rescue the bitch. I mean, uh, Bethany Mandel. He's gotta rescue her. And now he explains what he thinks woke is. Oops, sorry. I hit the wrong button.
5: I... This is going to be one of those moments that goes viral. I mean, woke is <laughs> something that's very hard to define, and we've spent an entire chapter defining it. you spent an entire chapter. It is sort of the understanding that we need to, re- to- totally imagine and re- re- redo society in order to create hierarchies of oppression. Bullshit. Um, Bullshit.
1: And does that make any sense? Redo society in order to create hierarchies of oppression. Where the fuck is that coming from? Besides the fevered nightmares in the easily led victimitis mind of a Republican hierarchies of oppression. How about just being aware of institutional biases or or different kinds of, you know, diversity and inclusion is, why is it so scary to you to be a diverse society? That includes people. I mean, how how hard is that? Why is that such an ask in a nation of immigrants that has struggled with racist ass policies for its entire history? Why is it so hard? It's so, such an ask for for normal people to try to try to just nudge Republicans into opening up their minds a little, have some empathy, have some understanding that there are more than one American experiences and that they're all valid. What is the problem? You, I, the, the thing is, we know the, the Republicans, all this shit, is not going to age well. In the future, when future generations look back, it will be, yet again, republicans on the wrong side of history it never stops but mark my words when we when we move past this and we will as we always do and we look back no one is ever going to hold republicans accountable they're never going to have to be uh, challenged on the fact that they wasted our time yet again this precious thing that we we have such a, a limited amount of time and we here we are again having to address the the manias of a right wingers of right wingers in general that never comes to fruition it's like all the time we spent having to address death panels that didn't exist or uh you know people marrying their dogs that didn't happen all the times we had to, we had to address everything that the Republicans warn about and and cry about never comes to fruition. What's the big ass problem with having uh, a country that looks or, or having a you know systems uh, boards of directors and. Uh, I don't know, uh, whatever uh, boards of directors, companies, unions, whatever it might be, that looks like America. What is the fucking big problem there? They, it's so like it's so upsetting to them. It because you know why they can't help it. They're, by the very fact that they argue against it, says that they believe that. The proper order of things is white men at the top. That's it. Straight acting white men at the top. Rich, of course, rich, rich white men at the top. And that's it. And everybody else is kind of an interloper, you see, like that Wall Street Journal article said. You know, if, if, if not for that one black. That one LGBTQ, what, we wouldn't have had this, this crash, mismanagement, hiring the wrong people, because the right people are white people. You get it? That's the underlying message. So that's why stay woke is such a threat to them. Being, awo- being woke means being aware of their bullshit, you know, and not buying into it. Yeah, I'm tired of their bullshit. I'm tired of listening to their gripes and their whines. I'm tired of them wasting our time. When we could be making a more perfect union, we could be heading in the right direction, but they're constantly wrapped around our necks like a goddamn albatross, crying about woke, crying about shit that doesn't exist, that doesn't matter, distracting us, with nonsense when we're trying to fix actual problems we have actual problems to fix one of those problems is that you know we want to be able to live together that we we do have issues and if if they say that there's no racism in the country that there is no need for diversity and inclusion then why is it that only white people are on a board of directors in a date in a in a nation of immigrants. If you wanna it should be the an exact proportion of the diversity of the country if that's the case, if all things are equal. And I'm sure you you know throughout the years, for example, they there are some people that just believe bullshit. Like when I'm sure you heard the story about the New York Philharmonic. They used to say uh, in the past, they said, well, how come there are no women in the, in the orchestra? Well, it's just that it's not that we don't audition women. It's just that the, you know, the men are better. And then they started to audition people behind a screen and hear the music alone without seeing the person. And lo and behold, uh, the, the orchestra started to become more diverse because people do have biases and uh they you know we grow up in this world with all with people like that like mandel whatever the hell her name is and here comes tara jr jr he's trying to he's trying to jump (laughs) you know trying to uh get in the way wait 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 ow hold on just knocked my headphones off look you're knocking everything up But that's, you know, without... That's what happened with the Homer. I mean, it was just one case in point. Uh, Funny how that happens, though. When you don't know... Oh, shit. Where's... Did I lose my... Fuck. Hold on. Hold on. Junior, get down. Get down. I lost my mouse. I don't have a mouse. Hold on. Son of a bitch. While I fix this, let's see if I can play this video. I can't even get it. Fuck. I don't have a mouse. Hold on, guys. We got technical problems. Son of a bitch. What the fuck? Oh, well, yeah, yeah. yeah. My mouse isn't working.
5: I don't have any control. it's it's hard to explain in a fifteen second soundbite. Yeah, take
3: look,
1: your it, time.
5: It, I mean, it's one of those things that uh,
3: I mean, everybody is weighing in, inveighing against wokeness. I we do some of it on this show as well. Uh, it's definitely something you know what it is when you see it. But is
4: it wrong? Yeah. It is, Will you define wokeness then? I, I would say it's I the tendency it to punish people
3: it. formally or often informally mm-hmm. for I- expressing ideas using language specifically that is very new that no one would have objected to like five seconds ago. So it's easier to come up with examples like, you know, punishing people for using the wrong pronouns or identifying structures. That's of, like, of that kind. that's cancel camp- so culture.
4: A lot of, of a lot of as Let's well. take that example. Bethany, you're talking about uh, small children. So is the argument in your book that a five-year-old is, is coming home from school, not using someone's pronouns and getting um, castigated by their teachers or family for not being sufficiently woke? Or is there some other kind of phenomenon that you're pointing to more specifically that's affecting young kids in your book?
5: So with the example of a five-year-old, one example that one of my friends just posited on Twitter, her five-year-old came home and said, I like girls. And so that means different things to different people. For an adult and and sort of what the adults were sort of telling that child and, and what they understood they were sort of framing for that child was that it's okay to be gay or straight and it, more of a sexuality question. Whereas for children, it's more... I like girls and I like boys. And the the way that this is sort of targeting children um, it comes up a lot in children's literature and children's movies. And so there's a lot of sort of hypersexualization of the content that's being fed yeah. to children that isn't necessarily age appropriate. And I would argue probably 95% Shut of parents would up. argue that they don't want their children at a drag queen story hour or reading a book.
1: Well, then they don't have to take them to a drag queen story hour, do they? Jesus Christ? Uh, children, they don't want their children at a drag queen story. then don't take them. And then you keep your filthy fascist face out of th- th- other parents who want to take their kids to a show that aren't hung up and, every- and and you notice how everything is sexual to them. It's not sexual. It's only sexual because you got sick, dirty minds. That's the way it is. They think, oh, if you you're just saying that you're gay, that's sexual to Republicans because they they got their minds in your peepee. They want to know what the peepee is up to. They're very hyper focused on everybody else's peepee. <sighs> They don't want to. Their their children. And you notice what that guy said. the The conservative, the one who came to her rescue or tried to, said that, uh, that what is woke? Woke is being punished for saying something that would is not acceptable, but was acceptable five minutes ago. That's not woke, asshole. You know they, they because they're so outraged about everything. Their, their various, their, their cornucopia of various outrages are, are uh, mixing and merging. They don't know where one ends and the other begins. And that's why their whole like, uh, woke, their war on woke is so, such bullshit.
5: Ridiculous. About sort of... One book was How Mamas Love Their Babies, and it was about how sex workers uh, are wonderful parents and sort of tries to foster acceptance for all different... All
1: right, bitch. Okay, you know, when she said that, there's always um, more nuance to anything the Republicans say. I looked up the book, How How Mamas Love Their Babies. Okay, and it is a children's book. Mamas work in different ways to take care of their babies, but everything they do is out of love, illustrating the myriad of ways that mothers provide for their children, piloting airplanes, washing floors, or dancing at a strip club. This picture book is the first to depict a... Let me see, hold on. Picture. I lost it. This book... Is is first to depict a sex worker parent, introducing the uh, the idea of bodily labor. It provides an expanded notion of working mothers, and challenges the idea that only some jobs result in good parenting. Okay, so I I don't I highly doubt that book is available at uh, whatever Tennessee library this bitch is talking about or whatever. Um, but the fact is when I I look that up what is so they take this one book and they take it out of context and that are they trying to say that some women are not strippers that some women who work as dancers in strip clubs aren't doing uh, uh, aren't doing it for to put food on their table because we live in this fucked up serfs and Lords society So women who, are dancing in a strip club and they have a child at home. So that child, the Republicans would much rather that child grow up as ashamed of their mother and perhaps, you know, turn into, well, self-loathing and ashamed and embarrassed and confused if let's not talk about it right don't talk about it shame 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 because that'll make a good republican down the road if you don't address the something that's right there so some kids have mothers who work in strip clubs i mean So uh, if you don't like that, then maybe give women more options, perhaps. I don't know. I don't know what brings somebody to that point where they're working in a strip club. But a lot of, like Stormy Daniels herself has children. So they should grow up and be ashamed, I suppose. That's what the Republicans want, because the more shame and self-loathing, the more they will turn to the right and become a right winger, I guess. Maybe that's the ultimate outcome they want. But that, I mean, that's the, it is, it is what it is. So I thought, hey, that's good for kids. You know, you're trying to make them a well-adjusted adult. They understand that, they're that maybe they don't have to be ashamed maybe they're not alone look i'm i have uh, i'm here in this book my life is like this the life i'm reading about in this book so what the fuck is wrong with these people you see what i mean like they they think that this is sexualizing children when it is it is preparing them f- to be resilient adults Ready to live in a world you know that where without shame. it's incredible though they, I, I mean trust me they they're 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 going to the strip clubs, you know all the 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 good banksters that the Wall Street Journal dude wrote about that if if not for that one black and one LGBTQ and two veterans on the board, everything would have been great. But all those white dudes, they're going to the strip club to see the mother, uh, you know, a some pe some women who are mothers dancing in the club for them. So what do? It's okay to do that because you got to be ashamed about it. You know, you dirty, dirty, dirty. That's who they are. They want you to be as they want you to be as repressed and fucked up as they are. So you vote Republican. It's not sexualizing children. It didn't say the book doesn't go into. You know, mommy's a fucking whore. They. They say there are lots of ways that mothers take care of their children. I don't see anything wrong with it. Honestly, I think it's it's it shows that there is a this is a reality that some kids have to deal with. It's actually you know, healthy. It's incredible. So uh, it provides an expanded notion of working mothers and challenges the idea that only some jobs result in good parenting. Instead, we are reminded that while every mama works and looks different, every mama works to make their baby's world better. Isn't that wonderful? And the reviews, of course, are good. They say reviews are like... Fitzgerald writes simply, but in combination with Peterson's images, her words carry force. It is a political statement, but one that flows from passion and love. Amazingly inclusive, shatters monolithic depictions of motherhood. By depicting love and security beyond white professional classes, the book allows children of different backgrounds to see their families reflected authentically. What the fuck is so wrong with that? It's incredible. A staple for any parent who wants to redefine gender roles and raise their child in a more inclusive, sex-positive world where work is valued. Oh, my. You can't have sex-positive world if you're a Republican. Sex-positive, that means dirty. Sex is dirty. Dirty. Filthy, and you only share it with the one you love. <laughs> right? That's the old joke. Sex is dirty, dirty. That's why you only you share it with the one you love. Beautifully illustrated, the book provides an expanded picture of working moms and challenges, challenges head-on the idea that only certain jobs are analogous with positive parenting. This book takes this is a book that takes more than one stigma about women and work and chucks it right out the window I'm just reading some of the reviews beautifully written and illustrated how mamas love their babies provides a useful tool for parents who do stigmatized work to talk with their children about it in affirming and healthy ways oh my effing god yeah they but these are the same people they have nothing to say about let's say families like the Duggars right 19 kids and counting those kids are coming out of there all fucked up one's in jail for child porn the other one's like they they can't even hug they side hug They're, they're sick these are sick fuckers but that's I'm not in their business Except when I watched the stupid TLC show when I was on because I was watching it like a train wreck. But you know, you could I could have told you that one of them was a pedophile. I mean, it, look at them; they're repressed. I don't know. I'm sure three, four of them are gay. I hope. At least one of them is trans and comes out quick. And the, let's see, here's another review. All children should see their mom as reflected in their storybooks. This is a gift to not only to sex workers and their families, but to all who may need a better understanding about how stripping is, stripping work is labor deserving of respect and dignity exactly well you got to keep it dirty though you know you got to keep it dirty filthy treat people like shit women are bitches women are whores fuck them beat them you know put them in their place that's why we have to uh control their bodies because women are shit so This is the mothering book I've always dreamed of. How Mamas Love Their Babies shifts our narrow definition of what a, what a mother is, what a mother does, what a mother looks like, and what caring our babies looks like. I don't know. Anyway, I just thought I'd share that because th- this is what Republicans do. They throw shit out there. Every It's like a fire hose of bullshit after bullshit. And, you know, there's no context. How Mamas Love Our Babies. Wait, what did she
5: say? Um about girls and I like boys and th- the the way that this is sort of targeting children um, it comes up a lot in children's literature and children's movies and so there's a lot of sort of hypersexualization of the content that's being fed to children fed. that isn't necessarily age appropriate. and how do you know if your mother's a stripper, if she's already doing it you know that,
1: then uh, wouldn't you want to talk to them about it before they they get all fucked up and become a Republican? Or a serial killer?
5: I would argue probably 95% of parents would argue that they don't want their children at a drag queen story hour or reading a book about... Well, then don't take them to a drag queen story hour.
1: God, I hate these people.
5: Sort of. uh, One book was How Mamas Love Their Babies, and it was about how sex workers uh, are wonderful parents and sort of try...
1: I don't think it says how sex workers as a whole are wonderful parents, just like how real estate brokers as a whole are, aren't are wonderful parents. You know what I mean? It's all, all professions. It doesn't make you a wonderful parent to be in a particular profession. I'm sure that some women who are at a strip club right now working they're there because they don't have any other option to keep a roof over their head with their them for them and their child I am positive about that
5: to foster acceptance for all different you know jobs yeah. or perf-
1: oh my god what a horror show what a horror foster
5: acceptance but for children, that's not an appropriate message how do you to know, hear that there honey? are women who are dancing for money, and that's how they—that's—that's um, that's how they support their families. And so, how they-
1: dare you? How dare you? You know, maybe the women who are dancing for money would like their child to have a book that doesn't make them feel like shit. A book that they could see themselves in, I and mean, this is the point of never you know don't ever you'll you'll never go broke betting on republicans missing the point i'll tell you
5: that this is sort of the forced conformity that force conformity on the left
1: sort of forced conformity who forced you to go to drag queen story hour lady who forced you to read a book about a kid's book about a stripper who loves her child. Who forced you? Did somebody force you? And then she says that, hell, yeah, when a little girl came another anecdote story, of course, right? A little girl came home, came home and said, I like girls. She says that's sexualized. No, it's, it's, I mean, one fucking story out of context. Who's sexualizing it, but you lady. You sick lady
5: on the woke side are on the woke side professions. But for children, that's not an appropriate message to hear that there are women who are dancing for money. And that's how they um, that's that's how they support their families. And so this is sort
1: of
5: it's not appropriate that a lot of people on the left, sort of on the woke side are (laughs) On the woke forcing on parents and children to say this is Hey
1: girl, take a walk on the woke side. And those sex workers go doo doo Hey child, take a walk on the woke side. Boop ba doop ba doop boop ba ba ba
5: acceptable content and if you do not think that this is acceptable content you are therefore a bigot well why don't
1: you not buy that book then bitch i got a good idea i got an idea me pick me pick me how about you don't buy that book bitch how about you don't give that book to your baby bitch Boop boo doop ba doop ba I said hey girl take a walk on the woke side Hey girl take a walk on the woke side And everyone says Boop 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 How come I can't hear the Farago sound Boopoo Boop, 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 Take a walk on the woke side. It's not the right jam, but hey, girl. Take a walk on the woke side. And the sex workers go boop, 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 And they say boop, 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 boop. Boop, 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 boop. Boop. Did I say boop? Did
4: I forget to mention boop? Hey, I saw that tweet that you mentioned. It was someone who said I was recently at my friend's son's a birthday party. I was chatting with one of the moms, and she said that her five-year-old daughter came home from school and said she likes girls. And that her teacher said that's okay yeah Yeah. um so is the response seems to have been that's okay without more editorializing about whether it's sexual or not although you quote tweeted saying making talking about sexuality with young children (laughs) weird again make you know make that weird again yeah
1: what are you talking what is wrong with this lady i would i mean she's got to be sick in some form something's wrong with her you realize that and i've said it all the time that give me 10 minutes with a Republican. And if they are honest with themselves and me, we'll get to the bottom of their issues. She's got issues. This lady. So somebody, so someone tweeted, uh, my kid came home and said, I like girls. And then she automatically is like, make sex to- weird again. Make sex talk weird again. Why? Why? So you be shamed like her. She's shamed. She's dirty, dirty. I'd like to go in her closet. You know what I mean? She's got some, some shits in her closet. We know it. You know it.
4: Or it does seem like that's just a... Oh, that's fine, and let it go, <laughs> and we'll see if she grows up and is actually lesbian, or she just likes hanging out with her friend Crystal. <laughs> you know, so what? What would you prefer a parent do? What do we think is appropriate course of action there to tell a kid it's not okay to like girls? Right. Hello. No. So no. No. The rest of no, that. No. We're gonna have it both ways
1: now. Of course not. We all love to love girls. We're love. We're compassionate. We're compassionate conservatives. You would never say no. To the, to the girl, you would just shame her, incessantly shame her until she becomes, uh, I don't know, she goes back in the closet and maybe wants to kill herself, and uh, and that's it. And when she comes out of the closet, we'll tell her she's being too woke, and then we will um, disown her.
5: Freight said you know, this is, the mother was complaining that this is kind of constant messaging that's happening at the school. And this is something that a lot of parents are feeling very frustrated about, that it feels like a death. Well, then take them out of school, bitch.
1: You don't gotta go into my public high schools or my public elementary schools. You know, there's not a homeschool. You know, I mean, I want, if I had kids, I don't have kids, but I would like them to grow up and, and, uh, understand all about the diversity, the big beautiful world, the big blue marble we live on, and all its diversity. And I would like for them not to be ashamed of who they are, no matter what that is, except that they were a Republican. That's the only thing that would bring me shame.
5: A thousand cuts. It's just constant, constant messaging about sexuality there are because you got a dirty mind it's not sexuality it's
1: life but you have a very dirty mind and a very small mind too
5: children for whom they have two moms and two dads single parent households led by mothers single parent households led by fathers that is an appropriate conversation to have with a child That. Adults have different sexuality and all of that is okay. And okay. it is, it is okay because it happens. This is life. Yeah.
1: So do does. So it happens that p- women in sex in the sex industry have children too. Women are dancing for, for banksters right now. All those banksters that crashed the economy and destroyed SVB bank. They're dancing for them right now, and they got and they go home and they got their kids
5: at home. The difference, and this is the line that we were trying to draw between: wow, having adults have a conversation about their own sexuality and assigning a sexuality for a child. And this is where who we is assigning it? Bitch. We say don't sexualize children.
4: You because are. They do
5: not yet have a sexual. Oh identity. my god.
4: Yeah, just in this example, it doesn't seem, from that person's tweet thread, it doesn't seem like there was there was especially more. And I think that that's part of the concern. I would agree that there's a lot of messaging in school that I, as a leftist, don't agree with that I find to be quite conservative. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think there's an interesting question to be had about what role it is for parents in their home to offer correctives and whether or not we're actually advocating in school for people to be told, no, it actually isn't okay when right. these kinds of issues arise, because to your point... Some people, the world is what it is and people are gay and people do have gay parents in schools and people do have single parents, uh, in schools and all those kinds of things. But I really appreciate your generosity in talking about
5: this. You're very nice with us today. Thank you so much.
1: Yeah. You're so, she's a lot more generous than I would be, but she, I, she really raked her over the coals without, uh, without even breaking a sweat. That's why I thought that was great. But of course, you know the smarmy white dude. uh, He represents the right, and he had to jump in and save her ass from herself, her stupidity. Not uh, you. How do you write an entire book on being woke, and you don't know how to define it? Because usually, when you write, when you write a book, and you're, you got to give the elevator speech. That's what in anything really. What's your elevator speech? Let's hear it. She couldn't even she couldn't even come up with it. And then the dude that tried to rescue her gave this this totally different definition. It's not that's not what woke is. But this is who they are. They they got nothing. They got nothing. And it's sickening. Here's actually here's AOC expressing her frustration because everything is woke now, and it's great though. It actually it will work in our favor in the favor of normal people because enough is enough. It it, it exposes the 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 vacancy, the complete moral spiritual vac. Is that the right word? Uh, True. The ho- hollowness, the the absolute void, that is this stupid, underlying racist attack on the on woke, on what woke is. Here's AOC.
6: We have about what is it, seven, eight hearings, uh, just in this committee and subcommittee slated this week, and which is a you know a very high number, and. I have no, uh, I, I have no qualms with this committee working hard. I have no qualms with this committee uh, doing everything that it can. But I think we need to have a conversation about priorities <laughs> here. Um, we're having a hearing right now, and it's about what the that the federal government is too woke. I mean, that's seriously what we're hearing. And then there's no (laughs) definition of what woke is, but on paper, what's actually being criticized in this hearing Mm -hmm. is that uh, the the so-called woke policies are remote work for federal workers, especially those that live in rural areas um, and those who have disabilities, uh, paying interns so that critical opportunities don't just go to privileged kids whose parents can afford to to pay for their rent while they while they go on a free internship that's that is what is woke here that is what (laughs) the other side is calling woke here making sure that that opm makes uh, can can create opportunities and federal careers for partners of military service members that's woke this is the woke alleged takeover that we have (laughs) that that we want wildland firefighters who are putting their lives at risk, increasingly Incredible. so year after year, that we wanna make sure that they stay on the job and have dignified conditions and not leave because they can earn more money as a greeter at Walmart. This is, what is, this is what this whole term woke means. Or diversity and inclusion so that the people who work in our federal workforce are actually in proportion to the people that live in this country. This is this this horrifying woke agenda that the other side is trying so hard to block. Right. Everything is woke.
1: Everything. they're so annoying. If only. God, I, I God, please, somebody help. Get rid of these people legally and peacefully. make them a permanent minority that you meant them to be. Please, God. If you are there, you will listen. Otherwise, I might have to turn to Satan with my request. It's gotten to that point. I'm only kidding. There's no Satan. <clears throat> yeah, they're disgusting. Republicans, uh, yeah, they're gross. And, and I have more receipts in that department. How disgusting they are, you ask? Okay, well, here's one let me see where to go oh well uh, where the hell is it where the heck is I'm sorry I'm just looking at some of these other articles about woke employees terrorize their bosses into going woke (laughs) oh my god what does that fucking mean a new, This is from the Wall Street Journal, and I'll get to the other, how disgusting Republicans are in a minute. A new study confirms that power-seeking workers... Can you believe this? The Wall Street Journal, right? We live in the... We went from the most to the least upperly mobile with the widest gap, income gap of all of the Western democracies. It only took 40 years for Republicans and conservative Democrats to do that. And... Now uh, it's, uh, they're saying that there's, you know, uh, the well, because unemployment is low and workers are, are not going to take this shit anymore and unions are on the uh, ascendancy, even though, I mean, we're talking about unions used to be 35% of the workforce and now it's down to five, seven, something like that. Yeah, Republicans have been effective in destroying the American middle class, and that's how that's whether that's the point. But new study confirms that power seeking workers play an outsized role in politicizing businesses. How dare they? Right? Power seeking workers. Let's see. Why do big companies seem to be getting more woke? I hate this word. I'm so sick. And that's, that was the point of Republicans. This is what they do. They destroy everything they touch. It used to be PC, right? They used to say it was PC. No, you're being politically correct. No political correctness if i if i want to say the n word i'm free to say the n word cuz that's what it's about republicans don't feel free unless they can racially discriminate or vilify somebody they think it's uh, it's hilarious the the funniest jokes in the world to them are n word jokes or some kind of ethnic racial slur they're they're hilarious aren't they <laughs> It's a question I've been asked frequently since I started to maintain a list of woke businesses. Now, that's a fucker that has too much time on their hands. Okay. They really do, and they need to they need to go away. This Wall Street Journal writer, that there's some investigative reporting for you. The complete list of woke companies. Oh my goodness. Coca-Cola Family Dollar, say it isn't so AT&T, Nordstrom, Netflix. It's like where's a conservative going to go? Where where's a con going to say the N-word in peace? Where's a con going to be able to uh, to to attack trans people and misgender someone? If not, with their co-workers around the water cooler. Freedom! I was frustrated that much of corporate America was fecklessly endorsing Democratic fear-mongering about newly passed election integrity law in Georgia, which, oh God, this guy. A new paper by researchers from Baylor University in in the copenhagen business school blah 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 says wokeness the authors conclude typically originates from power seeking middle managers looking to carve out areas of responsibility think of career fields that tend to attract more democrats oh my god like human resources like the human resource bureaucrats he says who manage diversity training programs? We want white people in every position ever. That's all I want to see. When I open the door, I just want to see white people, everywhere, it's, unless it's something beneath me. And then I'm I'm going to. Uh, I don't even want to look, though down that low, because all I want to see is white a sea of white people the way it should be men men people with outies not innies i want no innies in the halls of power just outies and uh white lighter pigment oh i hate these people oh my god this is listen to this i used to be addicted to chipotle but when their marketing became too woke For my taste i gravitated to a local burrito chain called casita taqueria not only does his food taste better i have no idea what the owner's politics are and i don't care what's what are the politics of chipotle what's woke about chipotle of course he doesn't say what's woke about chipotle That they don't have, what, they have a vegetarian option? Is that it? That they, everything doesn't, you know, you don't have to have any corpses if you don't want. You don't, you know, you got, you got an option. No, please hold the corpse on my burrito. I'm just excited that when I want Mexican fast food, I don't have to swallow any distasteful politics with it. What distasteful politics give us an example, snowflake? Right? No examples, though. This is how the Republicans are. They're just a bunch of snowflakes who lack the maturity to function in a free democratic society. They hate America. I told you. I keep telling you. They hate America. They hate the nation of immigrants. They hate the very essence of who we are they hate e pluribus unum. are you kidding me? That is something they hate out of many one Ugh. even though that's what the founders they that's 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 the motto they picked. Oh no, no, can't have that. I don't have to swallow any distasteful politics that shall not be named here in this this wall street journal article because this article is for snowflakes only who get me because the distasteful politics when i say distasteful politics i don't have to say anything more because i'm speaking in dog whistles wink wink That, that was from D- Dave Seminara. Dave Seminara. S- S- e- M- I- N- A- S-E-M-I-N-A-R-A. Seminara. Who is he? Who is... Oh, well. Well, it makes sense. Now that I'm looking at his face... Yeah, Dave. Honey, I think... Uh, maybe you got issues Dave seminara has got a lot of issues I'm sure book ban well he's obviously a right wing fucker right wing freak book bans baloney he's all for DeSantis the book ban b- pokes Baloney. Why am I talking like that? I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry. Dave Samara. Let's look at his Instagram. Let's look at how what a what a Trump z Oh, he's in Florida, of course. He looks like he kind of looks like a closet case to me. I get a gaydar feeling for him. But I could be wrong, of course. That's his... Somebody? He's got a dog. That dog feel bad for it. Someone sent me this oldie but goodie. We have been married for more than 20 years. Somebody get a private detective and follow him. Legally and peacefully. You know what I mean? He might be making some stops that aren't on the uh, on the map hmm that's as far as he goes with diversity and inclusion you see when he's on a cruise and you're there to uh, dance for him there he goes again more diversity All right, whatever. He's a sicky. He's sick, 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 sickety sick. They are sick, sick. Something wrong with him. Am I wrong? No. I'm telling you. I'm. I. I that's why it's never a surprise. You could set your clock to a right winger caught in the act of being themselves in some bathroom somewhere. You know. I'm looking for... Wait a minute. Completely uh, conservative mocked for being completely speechless when asked to define woke. Oh, my God. Oh, here we go. This is what I was looking for. Here's compassionate conservatism for you. Minnesota state senator votes against free school lunch Because he's never met any, any, uh, hungry kids. Cause what do I say all the time? This is another example. Republicans are the center of the universe. The center of the universe is a very crowded place filled with right wingers, Republicans. And they only, they, and, and it's, and they're infants. Cause that's the way infants are. You know, it's you, your world is small when you're an infant you're the center of the universe. Then you see your mother, you you're like mommy. And then you start, there's a certain age where you realize you're not the center of the universe. And that mommy is her own entity, her own being. And that there are others to be considered. And, but for babies, uh, you know your world is very small it's as it's all it's as far as your eyelashes unless you're looking in a mirror so and that's the republican way they just uh cannot see the light unless something affects them directly they they are the you know uh if it And that's the way it is, you know, um, it, with Republicans, if they vote for, like, for example, if they are for gay marriage or people of the same PP marriage, then, um, you know, or people of the same PP forming a legal marriage contract, which Republicans should have no business um, what thinking about, then then they it's because they have a family member who's gay or they you know something they know their their brother's gay or something even that doesn't even they don't give a shit about their own family they're so full of shit they're horrible people uh like that woman remember when that woman cried the Republican, she cried about the gay marriage. Cried, and uh, she and her nephew did a video about it because you know he was like, "That's my aunt up there crying because I'm a human being with who might actually have equal protection under the law." Oh my god. Anyway, so here we go. Here's this guy. His He's State Senator Steve Dreswoski and he's voting against school lunches because the party of personal responsibility only sticks to that motto when they're trying to deny some child a hot lunch program. Haven't I said that?
0: It is true, and here's the receipts. Mr. President... I have yet to meet a person in Minnesota that is hungry. Yet today. (laughs) Center of the universe. I have yet to meet a person in Minnesota that says they don't have access to enough food to eat. We'll get out more. I should say that hunger is a relative term, Mr. President.
1: Well, why don't you do something with your useless, rotten, wasted human DNA existence and do something for somebody else? Maybe go volunteer at a f- soup kitchen. Maybe you'll meet people who who are food insecure in this f- greatest country on earth. You should be ashamed, Republicans.
0: Shame on you. You know, I had a cereal bar for breakfast. I guess I'm hungry now. How dare you? Uh, that... To some, might be that maybe that's the definition of the bill. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't see a definition of hunger in the bill, Mr. President. Filthy, filthy, but I think most reasonable people suggest hunger means you don't have enough to eat in order to to uh, provide for metabolism and growth. You are filthy,
1: filthy. I can't believe sometimes what comes out of their mouths that they. Consider themselves Christians too, right? I'm sure he's a Christian. Let's look it up. Steve, Senator. Let's see, Senator Steve Drazkow, Drazkowski, Christian. Here we go. Meet Steve Draz. Guess that's his nickname, Draz. Representative Steve Drazowski was the first elected to the Minnesota House of Representatives in a special election in August of 2007. Well, unlucky you. Minnesota, he's been re-elected seven consecutive times, receiving two-thirds of the votes of his supporters. Yuck. Yuckity yuck. During his tenure in the Minnesota House of Representatives, Steve served four years as the chair of the House Property and Tax Committee and also served as an assistant minority leader in the Republican caucus, because he is He's a you know right winger. He's a fascist. Steve and his wife Laura live in Mazepa, Nazepa, Minnesota. Mazepa is a beautiful town of 842 people and is located on the city's west, on the very western edge of Wabasha County. Laura has a long career working for the United States Postal Service. Steve's daughter, Kinsey, and her family live and work in Virginia. Ooh, okay. Let's get to the Christian part. Is there a Christian? Okay, here we go. Steve, how did I know? How did I know? Steve has a long history of volunteerism in his community. He is a former DNR whatever that is, firearms safety instructor, do not resuscitate. (laughs) I'm sure that means something else. A firearms instructor, like a good, like Jesus would, you know, be a firearms instructor, don't you think, if he came back? He has served in numerous positions within the Republican Party. He is a, he's the past president of the Minnesota Forage and Grassland Council. Served many years volunteering with Kinsey's Girl Scout troop. Okay, my, my, um, red flags are going up there and has, has judged nu- numerous FFA and 4 H youth events. Okay. I'm getting a very, uh, weird feeling about him. Steve is an avid outdoorsman, enjoying fishing and hunting, of course. You know, killing, killing, kill, kill innocent animals, kill and kill people, kill animals, kill kill decency, dignity, democracy, kill, kill, kill. Is the Republican way. They they kill in their spare time. They like to see the light go out of out of a beautiful creature's eyes they love that that's fun to them and he maintains membership in the nra this is you know he's a christian minnesota and the minnesota gun owners caucus and the local sportsman's club here we go christian the christian faith is very important To the Drazowski family, they are members of the St. Peter and Paul Catholic Church in Mazepa. Okay, you're just such a Christian there, though, with your firearms and your murdering beautiful animals. You know, I thought your God said... You would uh be a good steward of of the earth and not kill his beautiful creatures, but okay, uh, kill them for fun. It's not like you're killing them because you need to survive. you know you just want to kill for fun, which is a very sick man and uh, but you also like to hang out with children, okay, whatever we know groomers grooming them to be killers like you, but also you're a Christian who wants to deny children a school lunch program because you never seen no hungries. You ain't never seen no hungry pores. in your town of 824 fuckers. Well, why don't you... I don't know. Ask yourself, you're such a good Christian. What would Jesus do? What, if, what would Jesus do if he was the uh, state senator? You think he would boast about his participation, killing beautiful animals in his spare time and denying kids a hot lunch program? What a piece of dirt these people are all of them i never seen no pores i never seen no hungry well i guess it's all relative because you know i had a i had a sports bar earlier i guess i'm hungry now i hope i i mean i really hope i wish there was real karma i wish there was a god i do you know I wish that God would smite these people and give them a taste of their own medicine. Give them, you know, a, a, I, I just hope there's reincarnation too, and that fucker comes back as a as a hungry. I mean, but well, here's the whole thing too, but. There's nothing more hungry than a Republican. You realize that? They're hungry. They're thirsty for power and selfishness, just selfish pursuits. I thought your Christian faith is supposed to help you, not be a selfish piece of shit. But they can't help it, you see. They really can't help it. And I have one more receipt on that on that uh assertion uh in case you missed it we didn't talk about this 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 happened a couple of weeks ago but it's so many other things were happening i guess it fell by the wayside but um let me see let me see This is how disgusting Republicans are. And I have it right here. Alaska Republican argues that child abuse death can be a benefit to society. Did you see this, guys? A a child abuse that ends with the death of the child is actually better for society because it's cheaper, it costs less. And here, let's play the clip that you, it may, I hope you, you have a strong stomach.
0: Mr. President, oh, I wrong have one. yet to meet a person in that's, Minnesota that is That is as hungry. disgusting.
1: That yep. is as disgusting. But here's another one.
2: Um, you know, in the case where child abuse is fatal, Obviously, it's not good for the child, but it's actually a benefit to society because there aren't needed for government services and whatnot over the whole course of that child's life. Through the chair, can you say that again? I hit the wrong button, sorry. You know, In the case where child abuse is fatal, obviously, it's not good for the child, but it's actually a benefit to society because there aren't needed for government services and whatnot over the whole course of that child's life
7: through the chair can you say that again to say a benefit for society
2: um, talking dollars. Now you've got yes. a, a 1.5 million dollar price tag here for uh, victims of fatal child abuse. Can you um, this? It, it gets argued periodically that it's actually um, a cost savings because that child is not going to need any of those government services that uh, they might otherwise, um, you know, be entitled to receive and and need based on you know growing up in this type of environment.
7: Wow. Through the chair, uh, representative. I guess that would be the idea. <laughs> If I can use a really bad analogy, when you hit somebody, always back up because uh, it's cheaper to insurance. I don't pertain to that, and I'm really, uh, I'm not even sure how to answer that, that there's a cost saving to, wow. for, uh, to the death of a child. The impact that that has on a family and us as a society when a child is lost, especially is? to child abuse and neglect, is unmeasurable, uh, and it's, uh, it's hugely tragic.
2: Yeah, Follow up. And uh, the way that you're calculating this 1.5 million—I don't want to say you. I mean the, the people who did calculate yeah. it. Um, does that 1.5 million get higher or lower um, depending upon the age at which the child uh, is killed? Can
7: you fucking so, believe uh, So again, there's multiple factors, and uh, a number can definitely increase. But again, I don't believe it's going to matter if they're older or younger. Again, a loss of a child is really unmeasurable
1: but how would republicans know that they all they love babies they love life i i cannot take it there's something sick about them all republican state lawmaker in alaska stunned his colleagues well i'm sure not his republican colleagues by making the case that the of the for the potential economic benefits of fatal cases of child abuse. State Representative David Eastman's comments went viral after he spoke at a hearing concerning traumatic childhood experiences and how they affect the child over the course of their lives. In the case where the child abuse is fatal, obviously it's not good for the child. Well, that's their compassionate conservatism sipping seeping through but and it's just like when they they're like well you know i'm not racist but you know if it were not for that one black and one gay and one and two veterans uh, uh, everything would be great at the svb bank if uh, deregulation aside that's, that's the same qualifier of course it's terrible No one could even think it's unfathomable for this to cross our minds. But we have to, being good republicans. What about the dollars? What about the money? It's so much better if a a child dies. Because, you know, less money. More money for the top. More tax breaks for the 1%. Less for services. Less for a society that is actually great, you know? These people have no... They are so twisted. They have no fucking idea what makes a country great. They are standing in the way of what makes a country great. They are the... They, they want to build a wall. yeah, they they're the wall of separation between a country that sucks and a country that's great. They the they are what is making this country not great. <laughs> they suck. They're sick. You can't give what you don't have and they have they have no decency. They have no humanity. They hate democracy. They hate people. They're not in government for altruism. I've said it a zillion times. They are in government for whatever. I mean, some of them, they want to, they want to have their asses kissed. They are there to write the laws, to ensure that the game is rigged in their favor or they're there for pa- for like the George Santoses, the grifters. They're sociopaths. They're narcissists. They're not in there. Be- they're not doing a Bernie Sanders thing. You show me in Bernie Sanders all the years on his on this planet where a wor- words like that came out of his mouth. Never, because he's not sick. He's not a sociopath. Some people are are actually trying to serve, I suppose, but not him, not this guy, not Representative David Eastman. This fucking guy, how old is he? He doesn't look that old. How sick do you have to be to be so filthy, callous, I'm talking dollars, he said. In a a case where child abuse is fatal, obviously it's not good for the child, but it's actually a benefit to society. Can you believe that? Because there aren't needs for government services and whatnot all over the course of that child's life what do you mean the services the services you want to rip from out from underneath everybody the rug you want to pull out from underneath people what services if you have anything to say for it about it there's no services everything goes to the top dumb stupid taxpayer money goes right into the pockets of the rich so you, they can continue to buy you so you can rig the game. And when there are hearings on children's services, you can bring up how much better it is when children die. So that you don't got to you, you don't have to waste any money on them. I'm talking dollars. He said, of course you are. Cause that's all that matters to these freaks. You know, the Jesus freaks. Let's look him up. I bet you he's a Christian too. State Rep. David Eastman. Let's see. Christian. I'm sure he is. What do you think? Mm-mm doesn't say it he's a sociopath there are more sociopaths than you yeah then you really know i'm telling you let's see christ christian i wonder what his twitter says a lot of these these filthy republicans they have on their twitter's christ lover christian they hate Christ. If he came back, they'd crucify him again. We know that. They were the ones that crucified him in the first place. Ugh. Shut up. My personal... I study politics and war today so that my children may have liberty... To study STEM tomorrow. What's STEM? Oh, what a piece of dirt. He is, he literally is tweeting, retweeting Glenn Beck. Shit. Oh my god. There you go. Well, that's why he's like. It's so much better, if a child dies. When they're being abused, it's so much better. It's better for society. And then somebody had to explain to him, no, the 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 loss is incalculable. I can't take it. I can't take it. These people. I am correct. Thank you, Errol, on the chat. Ter- Errol says Tara is always correct. Oh, my God. All right. Listen, listen, listen. I'm going to go. I got to get unconscious after that. Forget about it. Right? Because we got more work to do. It never stops. And they will never stop until we make them a permanent minority, legally and peacefully. That's what they're meant to be. They're not meant to be a... in in power. They're just not, if you want to have a functioning democracy that works for more than just white dudes who act straight and are rich, then they're for you. But if you want a functioning constitutionally limited democratic Republic, E plur basunum, all that, that might be, you know, be able to do great things we stick together, we win, you know, do good things, go to the moon, shit like that, then they must be a permanent minority. All right, guys, we got a show on Friday. I'm losing my voice. That must mean it's time for Betty Bye. Oh, my God. But what fresh horrors will Republicans visit on us in the next two days? I dare, I, I, I shudder to think, you know, I really do. If you can become a patron, please do at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin, like, and share, hit the likes, hit the notification bell. So when we go live, you can hang out in the greatest chat room in American history And remember, I'm going to have to whisper it because I'm losing my voice. We will win. We will, because they have to pretend. You see, it's the truth. We're on the right side of history. They have to pretend that they're humans. Look at Junior. He's cute. He's sleeping. We're on the right side of history. We're on the right side of decency, dignity, and democracy. Remember to support Tarabuster sponsors like APS Radio News. And tell your friends. bring, Bring two friends to the show on Friday night, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Please be well. Remember, we will win. It'll be all right. Well, will it? Well, if we're together, it'll be all right. My name is Tara Devlin. We stick together, we win. And I will see you on Friday night.